0: Hello, my friends, and welcome once again to a fantastic episode of Phantom Talk. A very special episode of Phantom Talk, actually. Uh, this one will not be on the Patreon. This is just going to go straight to the public um, because we are talking today all about the stuff that has happened at E3 over this past weekend um, in the last few days. Today, as of this recording, was the last day for E3. So we ourselves are still kind of reeling from some of the announcements and kind of getting a you know kind of getting everything sorted. Um, so, yeah, so we're just going to be jumping right into it. We're going to be talking about the different conferences, the each different company. Um, there is one company that will be notably skipped. Um, we do not support abusers uh, on this, nor do we support um, those who hide the allegations of abusers. Um, so, yeah, so we will be skipping that one conference. Um, if you guys want more info on that, you can just look up Ubisoft later and do your do your own research. Um, so, yeah. Also, they didn't really show a whole lot this year. Um, yeah, so we're not really the reason to talk about them anyways. Um, but, uh, yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> introductions. Uh, I am Jacob Vance-Hardesty, the editor-in-chief here at with with, uh, with the Phantom Correspondents. I'm getting tongue-tied here. I also have with me the fantastic, illustrious Red Lanyard, better known as Al Manningly. Al, how are we doing tonight, man?
1: Um, I'm doing quite well. I was one of the people who... Who didn't think we'd get um another E3 conference um mm. again? So I'm I, I mean I'm I'm happy to have it. So let's let get in it, boys.
0: Sweet. We also have with us the ever ever wise and enlightened one, <laughs> the wise sage. <saved. laughs> Josh, how you doing tonight, man?
2: I'm good. How's everybody?
0: <laughs> we all doing good, man. We're uh, we're excited about some video games, you know. Uh, it's a lot of great things to talk about. Um, particularly, the last thing we're going to be talking about today is probably my favorite part of the day. But we're going to be getting we're going to be getting there momentarily. We're going to start off. We're just going to kind of go in order. Um, I have this list here of the different companies that had different uh, conferences. Um, I personally was not able to catch every single thing just because of work schedulings and different things like that. Um, I did catch a good portion of it, um, but I'm. I think between the three of us, we all saw pretty much everything, or at least a little bit of it. Um, so we're going to start off with a conference that wasn't um, wasn't great. Um, it's kind of been getting kind of uh, blasted on Twitter and um, other social media as pr- arguably being the worst one of the of of the grouping. Um, but Gearbox um, Gearbox didn't really do a whole lot this year. Um, I can't remember uh al uh fact checking boy what is the name of the ceo of gearbox
1: um i believe without checking it up um Mm -hmm. fact checking boy um would say that that would be um randy pitchford
0: thank you that's yeah yeah, that's his name okay not me and josh could not think of his name last night um so yeah, so if I remember correctly, that that conference is basically just Randy Pitchford pretty much walking around the Borderlands movie set and then not really doing a whole lot, not really talking about a whole lot.
2: No, that's basically um, it. It was, uh, it was pretty, pretty much a letdown. I know There was a lot of people thinking we'd get a at least a trailer for the Borderlands movie or um, some kind of confirmation of Borderlands for We know they're working on it. Um, so something to that effect. Uh, I didn't get any of that. You got Tiny Teenage Wonderland, and that's about it. I mean, that's pretty much what you got. And uh, yeah, there just wasn't a whole lot. There's not a whole lot to talk about there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it almost makes me wonder why you'd even go to e three. You know, because it just it just didn't seem like there was any real reason for them to do any of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Al, any thoughts on gearbox? Um,
1: yeah, I don't have a whole lot. I mean. You know, they didn't have a whole lot to show off. Um, it was definitely an interesting decision to just kind of show a shadowy landscape of the set of the Borderlands film um, <laughs> across various um, shots. Um, um, as Randy Pitchford just talked about whatever the hell he talks about. Um, but, um yeah, I mean, I'm... I'm pretty excited for um, the the um, spin-off game um, <tries> Hi Natina. Tina. Um, I'm actually pretty excited for that um, game to come out. I played through on um, the DLC for Borderlands Two that the idea is based on. Um, and it was a blast. It's probably my favorite of the DLC from all the Borderlands games, which is saying a lot because they make very good um, very good DLC. But, um, I mean, yeah. I mean, you got an RTS coming out in Homeworld 3. Um, I don't play RTSs, so I don't have a lot to say about that. Have um, have the Tribes of Edgard, which seems like it could be fun, but it's not really an eye-catcher. And you have the update that uh, they're releasing Godfall on, on the last-gen consoles, because they couldn't get anybody to buy it on PlayStation 5 and XX. So... Uh-huh. So, yeah. I
0: did get it day one. I did. Um but then I kind of made the realization that I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it as much. Um mainly because I think I think that game would probably be a lot of fun if I was playing it like with you all. Um but at the same time I think I was the only one with the PS five at the time and also, it just didn't really—I I don't know—it is there was something about it that wasn't really just like that catching to me. So, and plus, once the reviews came out about it, I was just kind of like, "I'll—I'll I'll wait. This will—this will be a fun, like, twenty-dollar game later or something like that." So, and you were right, and I—yeah, I was right. Yeah. So, <laughs> look at, look at, look at me like calling things in advance, man. Thank God I—thank God I went with Miles Morales because Lord knows that's the game that keeps on giving. Um. So yeah. All right, moving right along uh, Whoo, man we're just we're coming right into it okay uh, next one's the big one I mean or at least one of the one of the two biggest in my opinion Bethesda and Microsoft um, they I mean they came out strong in my opinion out, out of the gate here on this one um Josh, what were your thoughts on Bethesda and Microsoft this year
2: uh, I'm a, I mean I, Bethesda and Microsoft did, well Microsoft did this thing again. And they're always going to do this thing, apparently, where they're going to do just enough to be successful but not enough to actually do any kind of death blows. You're right, they came out strong, but, I mean, just go back and watch a Contraband trailer and tell me tell me how funny this stuff is. I mean, it's like, you know, hey, guys, we got first Microsoft Studios game since Gears of War 5, essentially. So, you know, you're waiting, you know, and you're, you see a box, and you see a couple of boxes, see a guy under a car, and they're like, coming soon and then that's it and that, that and that was that, that's kind of how all the everything was you didn't really see any gameplay for anything except for Back for Blood which is non-exclusive Psychonauts 2 which is non-exclusive uh, you saw some gameplay for Infinite the multiplayer uh, which was a big deal uh, Halo Infinite definitely looks way bigger than it did before um, and uh, but you know I don't know. I don't know if I need to get excited about Starfield or not. There's not a whole lot there. Redfall has a really cool cinematic trailer. You know, didn't really tell me hardly anything about how that game is going to work. Um, so it just it, a lot of it, I thought was it was like I said, it was good. I mean, they, they showed what they needed to do, um, but there's just a lot of questions I have. You mm-hmm. know, um, because it's just it's it's all out there. You know, you've got all these trailers and everything for these games and that was a big deal, you know, are they going to have exclusive games? Well, yeah, they are, but then we're, it's just, we don't know what these exclusives are going to be like or what they're going to do. Um, so I don't know, it, it, you know, good. It, 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 like say, so it, it was a really good presentation. Um, but I just, I don't, you know, and, and I, and I think probably, you know, probably the most successful, you know, I, I know you guys are going to be Nintendo guys, but it's probably the most ex- as far as doing what I need to do. Because Nintendo, to Al's point, he said something yesterday. Al's point, yes, uh, we were talking about this yesterday. Nintendo didn't really need this, you know, and that was kind of what I took from their presentation. They were like, "Well, you know, I see through. We might as well throw Advance Wars out there and see what they think about it." But like Microsoft needed a big thing, and I'm just not sure if this was big enough. If if everything is just, "Hey guys, these games are coming." um most of them not till 2022 uh halo infinite uh we've down shackled that to a holiday release date so now if there's not a ho- if, it, if it's not out by christmas you start looking at like a cyberpunk situation with that thing um stuff like that just just kind of hit me wrong mm-hmm. um and 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 like and I've, I've said i've said this before like i want uh i want xbox to be successful like, they, they need to be successful. Um, but I, I just thought this was kind of, uh, you know, when I, when I watched it, when I watched the whole presentation, it was just kind of weird to me that there was, like, so little actual gameplay. It was just like, hey, guys, no, we, we do have games. We promise we have games. And you just never really see that desperation out of Sony or out of Nintendo.
0: But first we have cinematics. But first we have a lot of <laughs> cinematics,
2: yeah. I will say this, you know, and I, and I mean, the big thing for all this, if you took anything from the Xbox, it was, we've got games. Also, we have Game Pass. And I will say that, you know, Game Pass, although I think, you know, <laughs> could quite possibly sink their company. Yeah, I'm definitely going to buy an Xbox One because it's the best deal in the history of video games. If they can pull all that off for 300 bucks a year, you just basically get every one of their games, you know. And I mean... You get, I mean, that would essentially be, they, they put 33 games on there. I'd say of those 33, at least 20 of them would be full price, $70 games. So, I mean, you're just basically getting thousands of, uh, over $2,000 worth of games for, you know, 300 bucks a year. And, uh, you know, I think, I mean, that's, a, that's an interesting concept, you know, and, and I know Xbox wants to get everybody into their own ecosystem. I think they kind of want to do what Steam does. Um, and we're going to see if it works out for them. I don't know. I gotcha. So now,
0: <clears throat> in our Elder Scrolls podcast, which uh, as of today is on our Patreon for you all exclusively, and uh, will be publicly next week on there on Spotify and iTunes. Um, I actually made the statement that Elder Scrolls Six would be the reason that I would buy an Xbox. Was there anything in this E3 that in your besides Game Pass? made
2: you want to buy an Xbox, in your opinion? I mean, not besides Game Pass, no. Like, that's the thing. It Well, they, they it, that's almost an unfair question because there wasn't anything shown. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, Halo's fun, you know? Mm-hmm. And Halo being free to play is a big deal. Um, or at least the multiplayer being free to play is a big deal. But, you know, I mean, I don't... We don't know what Starfield is. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know what Redfall is. Mm-hmm. We don't know what contraband is. Um, I thought the game looked the best. Honestly, was a replace. That was a game I liked the most mm-hmm. from their um, from their uh, uh, presentation. I thought that was the most fun looking one. But that's a like an indie Metroidvania kind of game.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think you had said that your three, your top three, this is before the podcast, but you had said your top three from that uh, conference were twelve minutes, Somerville, and uh, well,
2: well, what I said was I thought place. it was interesting. So the interesting thing about the Xbox One is that there's little to no independent support for the Xbox. There was little to no independent support for the Xbox One, mm-hmm. uh, and the stuff they did have, they like shipped over to uh, so like Cuphead and Ori. Both hit up on uh, Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Switch. Yeah. So a lot of the independent stuff that was on Xbox One, um, you were able to get out of places. So it seemed like the independent game was definitely, the Switch has done really well for independent games. I mean, they're just grabbing them uh, left and right. And then the like PlayStation had a lot of great independent games uh, that you know were on there as well. And it didn't seem as me on Xbox One. And then when they did the PS5 reveal where they were revealing the first games, uh, I don't know, way back, like a year and a half ago when Mm -hmm. they were doing, when they revealed Horizon the first time, Sony went out of their way to show all these independent games they were doing. So I did think it was a good sign that Microsoft was, you know, throwing all these independent games out there um, that were different style of games because 12 seconds is obviously going to be a different style of game. Whoa, it's
0: only 12 seconds or that was 12 minutes? Is it 12 minutes? That's crazy. Okay. Well, that gonna so,
2: those seconds are going to be so fast. Yeah, it'll be. It'll be just Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, be 12 minutes, is obviously, a different kind of game. Summerville's a different kind of game. Mm. Replace is a different kind of game. But I just, man, there's, there, you know, there's just a lot to. No, that was me. The, 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 there's just a lot going on there that's. Uh, um. The, the, there's just a lot with all these games that, I, that we just didn't, we just don't know about. Um, I mean, we know Somerville is going to be, I would assume very similar to limbo and outside. And, you know, obviously with 12 minutes, it looks like a mystery game. And then uh, with replace it looks like a, like a Metrovania, like I said, but these games are just, you know, uh, it, 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 it was an interesting strategy that the games on at the end of the day, I knew the most about were the indie games, that's true. an interesting strategy all the way around.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I, I completely agree. Um, I was I was excited to see more of more games like that instead of doing these you know bombastic AAA titles and you know the brand new IPs or or really actually I was excited to see brand new IPs versus just remasters and sequels and things like that. Um, it almost seemed like it kind of got to the point there where. A lot of video games. It's kind. Of, it's kind of the way that people talk about Hollywood anymore. Is that it was like, oh, everything's a remake or a sequel, you know? And I was, I was pretty excited to see, like you said, like Somerville and you know, replacing uh, some of the newer games, um, you know, and really just kind of see, like you said, that every com- that every company is really kind of trying to move that way, hopefully, because I mean, I think I think you said it later, you uh, once or twice, you said no, rising rising tides, raise all ships. And that's, if Microsoft can actually start doing that, they can start getting the support or if they start accepting the support from all the different companies that they bought and that they've been looking into, I think that's a very, very good outlook for them. Mm-hmm. Um, Al, what were your thoughts on the Microsoft and Bethesda conference?
1: Yeah, um, I thought for sure um, it was one of the stronger um, conferences, um, there this year. I mean, that isn't saying a whole lot considering the competition wasn't stellar this year, but, um, you know, I do s- say that with the understanding that, that, you know, um, we are just now starting to come out of, of the, you know, international disaster that was COVID. So, um, you know, I try to, Treat this E3 with a little bit of grace, as far as that goes, because it was um, a crazy time to get anything done, let alone get um, huge AAA video game titles done um, in a in a good enough state to show off at this kind of thing. So, um, all that considered, though, um, Xbox and Bethesda for sure had one of the stronger showings. Um, the the thing that stuck out to me about them is that it kind of goes along with what Josh is saying is that I saw a lot of really cool stuff at this conference, you know, um, uh, the new, uh, Bethesda IP, um, Starfield, that looks interesting. Um, the, the techno, sorcery, vampire hunting game in Redfall. That looks really interesting. Um, and I thought, you know, the things we saw from, from Hawker 2, from Atomic Heart, from all these games, they seem like really interesting games and they hooked me in to the point where I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna be sure to follow these games more closely. But um, a lot of those games, like all of them, I f- think all of them I said just now, um, are scheduled out. I mean, I think all of those are due, um, like, s- the summer of 2022 at the earliest. Um, A couple of them haven't even been announced yet, as far as their release dates come out. So it was good for them to get stuff out there, to get stuff to show off, and, and at least say, hey, we have games that are worth keeping track of over the next few months. But, um, you know, sure. Um, I was hoping for um, some more actual gameplay looks. I've said for years now about E3 that it's become way too focused on the addicts over the gameplay. I mean, I've said that ever since we started to talk about E3 for Phantom Correspondence. Um, But again, you have to consider that as well with the understanding that it's been a crazy year and um, a production on this kind of entertainment, especially these kind of AAA entertainment values, um, have obviously been um, affected by um, just the insane year we've had. So it'll be interesting. You know, I'm in for the indie games um, in for... Uh, these more interesting titles that they kind of teased so you know i'm i'm not going to say that i'm that i'm like all up in this conference i'm not 100% in this conference but i'm here with like my s- s- seatbelt in place ready to see more i'm ready to to give them the benefit of the doubt and and see what kind of stuff they actually do come up with as far as gameplay reveals go over the next few months, so so I'm down for it. I'm down to see what they do.
2: I just I just don't understand for me, just once again as a as a strategy, you have you had now had two two straight, or is it three straight three straight E3s mm. what was the last Sony E3? was that 18? Um, I've been up to 18.
1: It was 2017, I think. I'll get a friend of the podcast on that question real quick.
2: I think it was eighteen because I think Spider-Man came out that year.
0: Yeah, but see, I thought, but see, the last one I remember was the one that had Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Spider-Man,
2: God of War, and... Wrong. See, I always get this wrong. God of War would have come out already before that. It's Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us 2, Death Stranding.
0: That's right, and, uh, and Spider-Man, Spider-Man. So yeah, so I, I That's guess it, 2018.
2: Yeah. So you're looking at you're looking at now three years where you've had you've had the opportunity to land. Or was ether was canceled last year? So technically mm-hmm. two years, right? Yeah. So you've had two years now. You've had these opportunities to land these, in my opinion, death blows. You know, I mean, or not not death blows, but at least you know big big hits. Okay. Sony's not here, so no one's going to be talking about Sony. So we've got options here, and like, if if you if you wanted to have a discourse on Starfield right now, what would it even look like? What would the what would the discourse on Starfield be? I mean, like, what what, what like that's the thing. Like, we're, we're doing this podcast. Where we're supposed to talk about these games. Like, if you ask me right now, Josh, what do you think of Starfield? What am I supposed to say to that?
0: It has a pretty ship, and there's a gun at one point.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, that's it. You know. <laughs> And and that's how most of the games were, and I just I just don't understand, you know, like like I said, when that that one that Sony did in two thousand eighteen, I thought was brilliant because it was literally like these weird like, you know, two performances, mm-hmm. and then, and then you know they 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 showed actual gameplay, mm-hmm. you know, we saw the first Last of Us Part Two uh, gameplay, we saw the first well we then see the first Spider Man, but we saw what Death Stranding was finally going to be. Uh, it was about an hour
0: just of gameplay, wasn't it?
2: Right. That's, so. that's yeah. pretty much what it was. And you just didn't have, I mean, with that, you know, we, we got Back for Blood gameplay, but once again, that's a game that's going to be on PS5 and PS4. Mm. Um, so I, it, it's it's just weird to me, you know, how they would, uh, why they do that. And I, I do wonder, like, what has Bethesda been working on? Like, what, what has Starfield? Bethesda been doing? Starfield? They They announced that three years ago. They just they 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 said three years ago this will be on the next gen systems, so for three in three years you you've got a thirty second trailer. I mean,
0: I I don't know what to tell you, dude. Like I'm
2: just saying, like it is just it's it's it, 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 it's just really interesting to me that 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 they real the slow play they're doing here, you know, because they're they're losing in the console war again, and they're. You know, I, they, they want to have 200 million game passes at one point. They want to get to that. They're at 40 million. They
0: have Fallout 6 and Older Online updates. You mean 76? Yes, excuse me. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't uh-huh. skipping the Fallout game. Excuse me. Yeah. yeah <laughs> look, look, look at me doing my version of 12 seconds. Excuse me. Uh, I also do Diablo 2 Remastered.
2: Well, I, I did want to, because, like, uh, that was actually a big deal. I mean, Double yeah. 2 Remastered is a big deal. Yeah. And uh, I like the fact that uh, they did a nice little uh, uh, kick to uh, uh, World of Warcraft by saying it wouldn't replace the old game. Because I don't know if you know about that controversy. That's probably something Al could explain a lot better than both But apparently when they did the World of Warcraft, was it, Reforged Al? Is that right, what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, they it replaced the old game. So, like, if you really like the old game, too bad you got stuck with all the new stuff, you know. So they also was, lose all their, experience? yeah. And, oh. and, and it was kind of like it was also kind of like where it, it 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 was very similar to like George Lucas being like, I know you like the uh, the old Star Wars movies, but too bad you're stuck with all the ones where, you know, Hayden Christensen's the Force Ghosts and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And uh, so there there was a nice little they they <laughs> they said it at the end. There was like hey, this will not replace Diablo 2. you know. And it was like <laughs> I, I thought that was I thought that was funny. But uh, but Al, I mean, do you understand where I come from here? Like, I mean, if if you were running Microsoft, is is this the is, I mean, this was a successful, you know, law I mean, this was this was a success, but it just doesn't seem like it was a success enough. I mean, do you see where I'm coming from?
1: Yeah, I mean, I just see where you're coming from. I'm starting to wonder, um, between the last couple E3s, um. If it's really almost a matter of the lack of um, the lack of PlayStation being at the conference, if that's almost kind of relaxed on um, them at Microsoft rather than putting the competitive pressure on them of being like, okay, we know PlayStation is going to do something crazy. They're going to have a bunch of gameplay. They're going to have a bunch of Of IPs, we really have to go over the top and try to compete with that. I wonder if the lack of PlayStation at the conference last couple years has kind of had that opposite kind of effect of, you know, we are kind of the Uggernaut name. I mean, other than Nintendo, obviously, but Nintendo, as we always say, they do their own thing. It's not even, you know, the same field they're really playing on um so like i wonder if the lack of playstation at these conferences has kind of given them the the attitude of just like okay we don't really have to pull out a huge stop because we don't really have the other um the other competitive um big company in playstation there that we have to compete with. I wonder if a part of it is that. I do think, I do think, I don't want to one overstate this and give them even more credit than they deserve. But I do really think if we hadn't had this last year of COVID, putting a bunch of pauses and putting a bunch of stoppages on different um, on different projects and different developments, I do think we would have had. A stronger kind of gameplay centric show this year. I really do. But aside from that, I wonder if that's also kind of a contributing factor.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's definitely fair. Uh, you know, I mean, I, but man, it's, just, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It, it just, it just seemed uh underwhelming's not the word, but it just didn't seem to be. I mean, I think it goes back to what Jake asked. You know, did anything sell you on Xbox One? And I just, you know, and and unless you just really, really trust Bethesda as a company, uh, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know why you buy it, or, or or you love Halo, which I guess is a big deal. Uh, you know, um, but like unless it, if if you weren't into one of those two things, I don't know why you buy an Xbox One at this point or an Xbox One Series XS, hmm. whatever it's called. Hmm. I mm. Love that I'm name. I'm so annoyed by that name. Yeah, I no, name. I, don't,
0: so I don't. I don't blame you at all. Yeah. Um, I will say there was one. There was one game that they showed uh, gameplay footage for. It was not an exclusive, but it was during. Uh, it was during their conference, and I, I actually forgot about it until I was just looking down at my list. Um, but that was. Um, and this kind of goes against what I was saying earlier about uh, every game's a sequel or a remaster. I do apologize about that. Um, but Battlefield 2042, I think actually looks like a lot of fun. I I just really do. I, and maybe it's wait, just. Wait, the, wait, wait, wait,
2: what are you saying here with it? Because you said that that wasn't exclusive. That's not an exclusive. No, it's not. No, that, that's oh. what I'm saying is
0: it's not exclusive. Okay. But I forgot it was during their conference that yeah. they showed the trailer. Um,
2: well, yeah. They but they also that trailer they showed a the trailer week a week ago too for Battlefield they 2042. Did. They did. So
0: that's true. Like... Yeah. But I just I, I don't know. I, I just I think. There's something about the, the the when you're doing a shooter, especially if you're going to be playing like thinking about like me playing with like you and Al or anyone else who, who would play, like the craziness of certain things happening. Like we're in the middle of a firefight, then a giant sandstorm comes through, or we're in the middle of a firefight, and then that giant like tornado or whatever they see like starts tearing apart the building that we're in. That just sounds awesome to me. So I'm actually kind of excited for that game, not gonna lie. Might be getting that one this year. Um, but yeah let's uh, let's move on we uh next up is square enix um al let, let's start with you my friend what are your, what were some of your thoughts of the square enix conference some of the different things that they showed
1: oh oh square enix um oh square enix yeah i mean i mean it wasn't the conference for me <laughs> um, <laughs> It just, it just wasn't, um, I mean, they showed, um, I mean, their highlights, among their highlights were, um, the, um, the newly announced Stranger of Paradise, on um, the new Final Fantasy game. Um, I haven't touched a Final Fantasy game since, um her teen one. So mm. I mean, I'm just outside Not the scope that's
0: been
1: a minute. of that, that fandom right now. Um, they announced the Guardians of the Galaxy game, which I will say it looks cool. Um, I think it will be a lot of fun. Um, the approach to just having you play as Star-Lord is a really interesting decision to me. I'm sure you, Jacob, will talk about that a bit more after me. So <laughs> I'll leave that to you. But that's definitely an interesting direction to take this game. Um, I like to think it's because they're trying to focus on really hammering down the gameplay of one character instead of having average or below average gameplay for a bunch of characters. I hope that's what they're going for. Um, again, uh, trying to give the benefit of the doubt. I know I'm usually the, the skeptical, s- 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 cynical person, um, about E3 the last few years, but I'm trying to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Um, I mean, yeah, um, there's a Black Panther expansion of Avengers. Um, That looks really cool, but, like, I don't play Avengers. I mean, it just wasn't on the conference for me, so there really isn't a whole lot. I can talk about it there. Um, They announced a new Life is Strange game. I hate that franchise, so, I mean, there isn't a whole lot for me to talk about there. So, yeah, this one just wasn't for me. Uh, and Which is okay. I'm sure fans of Life is Strange are, are in a really good place right now, which they deserve to be for having their favorite game be so depressing and awful. So I'm happy for them. Josh, what were your thoughts on Square Enix uh, this year?
2: Uh, I mean, my thoughts on Square Enix are that uh, video game fandom let the Avengers game down and uh that's my main thought on it i haven't completely Al, did you actually play avengers
1: no no i never I'm okay a I played All avengers.
2: Right, good. okay so so i'm not so i'm not gonna be offending you when i say this but i mean the 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 main issue here is that there was a very early very early uh bias against that game for whatever reason and that bias has lasted and avengers right now jake as we play it, is a very strong good game in my it opinion. Is. It's very good. It's also a very strong and good game that answers all the issues that all the people have of video games right now, where it's like, oh, it's just, you know, you know, you gotta pay for everything and everything. Everything they released was free. Mm-hmm. The only thing you've got to pay for is some of the suits, you know, but like you don't have to have that. Yeah. You know? So it's basically like overwatch. It's it's a square enix doing an overwatch kind of type thing. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And here's my here's my opinion. That, this Guardians game we're going to get, that would have been a free download game. But they've got to get more money out of it because they didn't sell enough of the copies of this. And so I'm just really a little a little upset because like, in those instances, once again, the fandom saying they want something and then not being happy when they get what they want. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, cause Avengers was a good game. I mean, I, I, it, I don't, you know, or at least at, as I played it, it was a good game. If I got on it later than you did. Mm-hmm. It was probably real buggy and stuff early on but it, i've i've played a lot i I put a good 50 60 hours on that game you know really enjoyed everything i played and and i'm, I'm looking forward to the black panther expansion which mm-hmm. looks really interesting i am i, I will be intrigued to see how they put the avengers in wakanda mm-hmm. uh, particularly with how the hawkeye stuff ends uh but um that will be intriguing to me but i i really like the game and and so I, I was i was just really upset when they did the guardians thing i was like Okay, so they're they're going to move on from the Avengers, and, and and in my opinion, that's what they'll do. They'll have a, they'll have the Guardians game, and then you know they'll uh, they'll put Spider-Man in, because they said they were going to do that. Um, but I imagine that'll be the last thing we'll get for Avengers. You, you think
0: Spider-Man's gonna be the last character, the last thing they do for the Avengers? Yeah, I think? think it'll be
2: the last thing they do.
0: Even if what what if Black Panther is successful?
2: You think there's well, once again the how success? Okay, Al, will you buy Avengers because of the Black Panther download?
1: Um no I probably won't I'm I'm hanging out until they put sp- 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 Spider Man in the game that's just me
2: so cue so cue me doing the beast mean to the, the to uh, the that yeah but but you will get it when
0: Spider Man comes out um
1: I plan to yeah okay gotcha yeah
2: I, but I'm just you know I I'm just saying like that it, it's just it there's there's a lot of early. You know, like, too much early backlash, you, know, you think? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, the, I mean, one of the like, like, I, I watched four or five guys talk about E3, you know, and like, every one of them made the statement of like, you know, whether moving to Guardians because of the failed Avengers game, you know, mm-hmm. which one I don't, you know, just, I mean, if, you know, like, it, it's like, I listen, I played Cyberpunk, I know what a failed game looks like, okay? Avengers is not a failed game. That's true. And, you know, it, it, it's, it, it it has the main issue with Avengers is that there's not a you know villains in it,
0: mm-hmm. um, but which they are fixing. This way they I are fixing. that. Yeah.
2: But right. I'm just saying, you know that's that's the main that's the main issue with the game. Um, but you know, it, I, I to, to me the the Guardian stuff, which I, I think looks good, but I do feel like there was probably some type of some type of you know course correction. They were like, hey. We need to make some more money out of this IP that we spent so much money to get. So,
0: do you think that the Guardians game was originally going to be an Avengers expansion then? Yes,
2: I absolutely think it was. It looks like an Avengers expansion. Uh, that that's true. That game that game will probably be that game will be eight hours eight hours long. Really, in, in my opinion, that game will be like eight hours long, and then you'll have so, and then somebody will somebody will break and be like. Guardians was supposed to be a free download, but Square wanted to get more money, you know, and, and that's what it'll be. And, like, and, you know.
0: And then i will turn everyone
2: against the because cause, Because cause I don't know if you remember, but, like, when Avengers when was announced, the whole thing was, like, we've got all these down, you know, like, because, you know, they were, like, we got 15 downloadable things coming. Mm-hmm. You know, you had Captain Marvel's supposed to come. and was supposed to come up. You know, you had all, uh, you.
0: Uh, Falcon, Winter Falcon, Soldier.
2: Falcon, Winter Soldier. These were things, thing, you know, Guardians, you know. I mean, the general concept was you were going to get the MCU, you know, and in they video were going to the video game. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I just, I just don't see that happening anymore because it's a failed game.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So. The, I will, I
0: will say this. I was, I was talking to a friend of mine day while I was at work, and he already told me that he wasn't going to get the Guardians game because of the way they look. I, I genuinely and which I think is, a, I think... I will readily admit, and I would, and I told him this to his face. I think that's a stupid reason to not get a game, um, because the designs are their own. They're trying to do their own universe, but apparently that is something that will throw people off. Like, which yeah, is weird. To me. Well,
2: they, they made a they made an interesting decision very early on where they were going to say we're going to use the MCU characters, but we're going to really, really focus heavily on draw more from comic designs mm-hmm. which is one of the reasons why I think they want you to get all those comic books in the game so you're like see guys this is actually what they're supposed to look like <laughs> you know that not everyone can look like Chris Evans okay because mm-hmm. um, they did they I mean basically everything in they've done so far has been extremely comic design and here's the thing star Lord is a blonde guy in the comics mm-hmm. you know um, you know I, I it's so looks back
0: here and all actually. yeah exactly
2: yeah. it's I mean these are these are the comic designs you know Drax with the with the red the full red tattoo there mm-hmm. or whatever you know, that's what he looks like you know. And so this is the, you know, I, I that 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 does not really bother me, but it's going to be jarring to most people. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: they actually look like less like slightly less comic booky version, like slightly less cartoony versions of the Ultimate Alliance uh, versions of the characters. Yeah, I think.
2: but I think yeah. Ultimate Alliance got got away with it because it was such a cartoon. Yeah, like it, it was definitely like they're definitely going for like photorealism here. Yeah.
0: Well, that I definitely that does upset me and because I, I, I think you might be right. Um, I will love Avengers until it's until it's dead officially, um, because like you said, I've loved I've loved the game. I um, it did take me a while to get back into it. I did stop playing for a while there, um, mainly because it had become a bit repetitive when I first played. But one of the things that they I think the reason that became repetitive is because instead of. Being able to immediately start dropping DLC like the Cape Bishop storyline and things like that, they were working on fixing some of the issues from releasing yeah. too early, which that does happen.
2: No, I, I, I do think that slowed them down, and that's not really a that's not really a fan issue. That's on them. I, I agree with that.
0: But I will say that once once I got back in, like like you you got back in a bit before I did, um, or actually I think you got it and then to start playing for the first time. And then you start playing with Kate Bishop, and then Clint came out, like, the week after, and mm-hmm. you start playing as them, and you were like, Jake, you've got to gotta start playing this again. And sure enough, I jumped back in, and I fell in love, because both of those characters play fantastic.
2: Um, they're both completely different than anything else. They're both very,
0: very different, um, even from each other, which is kind of interesting. I remember when they, when they first announced they were getting both archers, I was like, so are they going to be, like, copies of each other? And then, nope, they, they both play very, very differently um and i think another thing is that the best part of each character is when you get to the mastery levels which is like after they get to level 20 mm-hmm. i think and like i think that throws a lot of people off because once you really like unlock that that's when you're like okay that's that's when the game really opens up like for the characters and everything so i i don't know that i think that throws a lot of people off i love it um i cannot wait to play as i Oh my gosh! I cannot wait to play Ashtala. I think he looks so cool. I think the claw design looks really cool. I think Wakanda just as a whole looks awesome. I'm so excited, and then I'm gonna be really sad because after that, then they're gonna be like, next next up is Spider Man, and then you might be right. That might be the end. Even though we have the Kree ship, we can assume we can assume that there was plans for Captain Marvel. I'm I'm thinking she was gonna be the next one after Spider Man, but that might not happen now. Um so yeah, that that, that part does kind of suck, but uh but I'm going to be I'm I'm going to I'm going to love it. I'm going to love it and hold it and cherish it dearly until until it's gone. Um Guardians of the Galaxy I think looked it looks interesting, it looks really cool, but I al I'm kind of with you man. I think the the choice to just do Star Lord is an interesting choice. I'm not 100% certain it's the right choice, especially if Especially if Josh is correct, and that it's going to be more so where it was originally just going to be a DLC, and then they're putting as as a as a full game. I'm not sure exactly how much I, I love that. Um,
2: it 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 is getting compared, but they're they're throwing around Mass Effect quite a bit with it. Okay, where okay, like so like, yeah,
0: a, like a squad based kind of thing. Yeah, or, but also or, okay. where it's
2: more like like you got to you got to stay, you got to keep your squad loyal to you.
0: Okay. Like I do think gotcha. it will
2: be very interesting if they can pull that off.
0: Okay. Well, see, see, th- see. I, I haven't heard that. See, things, things like that. By I'm the way, I of... hope
2: I'm wrong on this. I would love nothing more than a 60-hour Guardians of the Galaxy game. Absolutely. Yeah. Like that would be the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. And by if they, if that comes out if it comes out in October and it's a 60-hour game, you know I will you know I will I'll stand on the corner with a sign that says Josh is wrong about the Guardians game. He loves it. It's It's awesome.
0: I'm so ready for... Al. Yeah. Al, would you get that sign ready for us? Uh,
1: Absolutely. Nothing <laughs> would make me happier. <laughs> just, just,
0: just in case. Does it have to be 60 hours? Or... I mean, because that's 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 the Guardians version of Red Dead Redemption Two at that point.
2: That's <laughs> the Guardians version of Mass Effect Two. It is. No, oh, okay, gotcha. Okay. I put sixty hours in Mass Effect Two. Uh, oh,
0: okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. That's what I'm going for.
2: It, 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 in order for the sign to happen, I have it has. I have to say, this is the Guardians version of Mass Mass Effect 2. Two. Okay, okay, gotcha.
0: All right, we will. I will. I will I'll hold you to that. I, know, I will.
2: You should. You should. All right, guys.
0: On the next one, um, I will readily admit, this this conference happens every E3. I'm not a PC gamer. Josh isn't either. I typically I typically like look over the overviews to see if there's anything that was announced that is multi-platform. So I personally did not watch this conference. Al, I'm assuming you did because you you do play on PC. Um, so was there anything that you saw on uh, the PC gaming show? Anything that you want to give your thoughts on or anything, man?
1: There was. I thought, um, you know, it wasn't a. It wasn't a conference that particularly um, hit you in the face with all kinds of, like, crazy, awesome, impressive stuff. But um, I thought it was um, a very solid show. I thought it was a good, um, like, 7 out of 10, if I had to give it a rating. Um, The two games that probably caught my eye the most... um, I'm going to talk to you all about uh, one of them a little bit already. Uh, but one of them is the game coming out of this Italian um, tr- 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 development studio, which is really interesting. You don't get a lot of um, games, as far as I know, out of Italy. But um, it's some s- hostess game. Uh, it looks really cool. It seems like it scratches a lot of my itches uh, whenever it comes um, to character action games. It's got you know, an anime girl with a big sword. It's got big, huge enemies you fight. Um, it's got a cool active kind of combat um, mechanics, which look really good. Um, again, it's one we don't really know a whole lot about as far as the story goes. Um, it is slated to come out sometime in 2022 so there isn't a whole lot of um, information out on it but it does look really cool just from some of the gameplay we saw um and that was a game we actually saw real real frame by frame gameplay for so that was exciting especially for this year yeah Yeah. um and then the other game uh, that caught my eye as well was this um game called they always run I think that one is slated for Steam right now. I think it's one of those games where if it does well, it'll get a port to um, consoles and things like that. But um, they always run It's basically your... um, It seems like you're playing like um, a space honey hunter, if you will. Um, Which looks really cool. I mean, there's fewer things in this life that sound as awesome as the phrase space space <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean very few times that phrase has ever gone wrong so it's, that's true <laughs> um, so they always run will definitely be one uh, I'll have my eye out for uh, whenever it comes out um, anybody who plays on Steam um, they always run concurrently um, be added on to your wish list on Steam, so usually when uh, um, you can add it on your wishlist, that means it's only a few months out, so that's pretty cool that it's pretty close to coming out. Um, Because that's one thing about this conference in general, um, about E3 as a whole, there were a lot of games slated either for 2022 or uh, they didn't have a release date frame yet. So, I, I just really enjoyed the PC gaming show just for the fact that a majority of their stuff is um, um, actually has a solid um, time frame of a release. I thought that was really enjoyable to see to know that like hey you'll actually get this stuff at a set date and pretty soon and it out and it actually had real um, as I said before a lot of these games they actually showed actual. Gameplay 4, which is rare at E3. So as the, as I think the only person who does uh, gaming on EC at the Phantom Correspondence, I thought this was a really, really good show for, uh, for this year. Showed a lot of very promising stuff. Absolutely.
0: Now, can we expect some of those... Uh, fantastic PC games that are coming out to be streamed on Red Lanyard's uh, Twitch channel?
1: Oh, boy. Um, you, ju- you just might, yeah. You um, just might. Yeah. Um, I do plan on returning um, to Twitch um, probably after the s- 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 summer months uh, just because um, I um, have a t- 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 teaching job I do. Uh, I'm everybody um, through like February into August, uh, which takes up a majority of my spare time. So after that job is done, um, it'll be behind the scenes look at the lives of the family Correspondents. After that (laughs) job's done, then I do plan on returning to Twitch, which when I do, I will be happy to show off the wonders of the PC world. It's quite fun.
0: Fantastic. We, we all look forward to that. A and a Red Lantern uh stream is never a dull a dull thing. Honestly, <laughs> never really
1: is.
2: Yeah, I, I I would add a couple things real quick. Oh, yes. One, uh, Solstice is confirmed for PS5 and Xbox. Series. Oh, okay, good. Gotcha. So, uh, Solstice uh, uh, PlayStation themselves just put up a trailer. Uh, that was based off the E3 trailer of it running on the. PS5. Oh, sweet. So there's that. Nice. Um, there were two games that caught me uh, for the, from the PC. One that I think will come, and one that I know is coming. Um, Nakara Blade Point, uh, which is the this is the Ninja Battle Royal game.
1: Right. Sweet. Uh, okay. It was the
2: one that like really took over Steam. Um, it's like ha- like it had a beta, and it was like one of the most successful betas ever on Steam. Gotcha. Uh it it got a worldwide release date uh for PC and it just looks like a game that in my opinion would run better on console. But once again, that's that's a console guy. I don't want to offend all you PC guys out there. But we, we um, just lost so many followers. Why? That's probably fair. That's probably fair. <laughs> right. But it, but it is a it's a sixty person battle royal. The general idea is like you're a ninja and you're on there with other ninjas and they've got different uh characters you can play as. Uh, you pick up different weapons, uh, proficiencies, things like that. It just looks really that sounds cool. incredible. So I'm really hoping that gets a console uh, release. The other one, and I'm really offended, Al, did not mention this mm. um, because if any game needs to be talked about, uh, and it is coming to the PS4, uh, the uh, Xbox One, and the Switch, I'll get it on the Switch, is Dodgeball Academia. Um, This is the game that is literally about a school where everything is based around dodgeball and it's Mm. you you go through the school year playing dodgeball and putting together your team and it's dodgeball with an RPG like setting and it's just like everything I'd ever want in a video game. Uh, so that one comes out July sixteenth, and so I'm already I'm there for Dodgeball you Are you ready? So I'm there for it. So, I'm so, like I'm there.
0: So on the day that me and Junior are gonna be playing Skyward Sword, you're just gonna be at the I'm gonna, gonna the be, be playing Dodgeball like, Academy yes, exactly. all the way. There <laughs> gotcha. was
2: there was there was some good, some really good announcements, but Dodgeball Academia might have been the best. Okay, one. gotcha,
0: yeah. gotcha. We you heard it here first. Uh, mm-hmm. My first folks, Josh is. Has to be three. Is Dogwood. Everyone go
2: watch that trailer and tell me you're just not delighted. I, okay? I'm sure. All I'm right, sure. it just looks amazing.
0: Oh goodness! All right, next up we have got the the Capcom conference. Um, Capcom was kind of it was kind of an interesting one. Um, I
2: don't know if I've got anything to say about it, honestly. It's
0: that's kind of the thing. It's like it seemed like they didn't really show a whole lot. Um, we did a confirmation of. A Resident Evil Village DLC, but we don't have any details, release date, anything. It's mainly just uh, the fans want it. We'll we'll give it to them There's because a
2: multiplayer too, right? Uh,
0: yes, our Re that yeah. starts uh, that starts next month. Um, which
2: I didn't get a chance
0: to try the beta or anything. I don't know if Al if you had a chance to, um, but um, you know, I sure let, let's try it out. You know, just why not? Um, I know that it's it's free for me and Al because we got RE Village, um, so yeah, I, I am excited for the DLC. I even though I don't know what's going to come of it, I'm I'm my hope, my hope is that they go ahead and go fully into the Resident Evil Four um, uh, kind of homage that a lot of people were comparing Ari Village to. And that the DLC is all about Ada Wong in the background of Resident Evil Village. Um, because there was a point where she had concept art and was considered to be one of the side characters that was helping Ethan throughout throughout the game. But it was scrapped right at the last minute. Um, so I am I would love to just play another like separate ways too, I guess, or something like that. You can't go wrong with Ada Wong. You man. can't. You can't. Um, but, uh, but yeah... Then there was two Monster Hunter games announced, and I'm—I gotta be honest, guys, I I just can't do Monster Hunter like the, Like the two games looked like a lot of fun; they looked really interesting. But I know there's gonna be a point where they're gonna be like, "You must go slaughter that family of herbivores for the best hide in in the land," and I'm just—and I'm just gonna be like, like it, it's gonna be bad, and I'm, I'm not—I'm not gonna want to do it. Like I I won't want to do that. So yeah. Um so yeah then there was an a um the US release for Great Ace Attorney Chronicles I think it's a a Phoenix Wright prequel from Ricolety correct.ly
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, yeah got to work with Herlock Sholmes Herlock Sholmes
1: Herlock Sholmes
0: that sounds do you, amazing. Do you think I'm I, joking? No, no, I don't. But I'm but I'm ready. I gotta work with the, Herlock Sholmes. Like the one time I ever played a Phoenix Ride game, I actually really enjoyed it. I, I wanted to play more as did to get around to it. Um so yeah, okay, Herlock Holmes. Yeah, I'm down. Um and then there was are they doing another Street Fighter five pro version? Or is that just the is that just like for the esports it? I thought that was it? the tournament that
2: was announced, right? The, a tournament? Yeah. Am okay. I right on that Al?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's their esports uh, tournament they're going to do this year. Um, they're bringing it back after COVID. I gotcha. Sweet.
0: No, that, that, that's pretty cool. It's a, it's it's nice to see certain certain different events and certain things coming back, you know, in person after, after following COVID and everything. It's, it's it's really nice to see. Of course, depending on when you guys are listening to this, uh, Phantom Correspondence is going to be back to in-person fandom Nights. Um, On Saturday, the 19th, we'll be at the Davis County Public Library. So, you know, yeah. So feel free to come and stop by. And if you have – if you are listening to this after uh, the 19th, um, then, yeah, the – just, you know, follow us on Comedian. We'll be be posting another one soon, I promise. Um, So, yeah. Al, any thoughts on uh, Capcom?
1: Yeah, man. Um, It was (laughs) – Definitely an interesting um, conference. Um, I don't think it was as bad as a lot of people online were complaining that it was, um, you know, Capcom is trying to build up their esports um, influence, so it's understandable that they would try to talk to us about the Fighter 5 tour. Um, um I've seen a lot of people on Twitter and stuff try to dunk on the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles, but Ace Attorney has a has a lot of fans. I mean, those are overall those are very good games. Um, So it's, I mean, for that fan base, uh, the U.S. release of those games is a really big deal, Um, and so that's awesome for them. And um, as far as On the monster hunter stuff goes i also don't particularly play a lot of monster hunter um i've played around with a couple games but um i've got a bunch of friends who are very much into the franchise so they'll be very happy um about the update and about on the new game they'll be eating well on those games and i want everyone to know jacob talks a big game about the the horror of hunting a family of herbivores but I want everyone to know, I have seen Jacob firsthand just jump into a game of Skyrim and just go out of his way to to shoot just an innocent elk and and harvest its meat and then I'd even use it. I just do not remember doing this. Kill. This is real. This is a I, real thing that happened. I do not remember doing this. In my, par- in my parents' home, he shed the innocent blood of an elk. In Skyrim. I also don't remember doing that! It was terrible. It was terrible. but um, So I'm on to him. But um, yeah, the weird... The main thing I think that people were upset about with Capcom... And let's just... I just just want to clarify this about the Capcom conference. They released an itinerary of what they were going to talk about. I mean, they said they were going to talk about... um, re village they were going to talk about the monster Hunter franchise they were going to talk about the ace attorney chronicles like they said beforehand what they were going to talk about and people went in to it with all these wild expectations of just like oh they're gonna you know announce marvel versus capcom 4 for some reason like they lied to us and are going to surprise us like i think that's a big deal um, that's going on with it as fans just went in with these weird expectations, despite them telling us straight up what they were going to be talking about. I will say, on the flip side of that, that, like, man, why even have Resident Evil, like, on on your call sheet, if that's all you're going to say? I mean, all they did was they confirmed th- that DLC for Village is going to come. Um, it said a weird thing of just, like, due to popular demand, which I which i just don't believe because hasn't hasn't every hasn't every Resident evil game since five had elc like
0: Mm, i believe so yeah
1: isn't that the standard of the franchise at this point so the whole whole just like you asked for it so you're getting it was kind of just like weird like Uh, um, I didn't expect them to have, like, a trailer for DLC or anything like that. I mean, the game just came out last month, so expecting anything more would be kind of absurd. But, I mean, I think it was kind of weird to even, like, have it on the call sheet at this conference. Just focus on the Monster Hunter stuff. Just focus on the U.S. releases and the esports stuff, because um, that's the one thing with that conference I can definitely see um was kind of weird and felt kind of off was the weird um, non-presence the resident evil so 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 it was yeah it was an interesting one i don't think it was as bad as people are saying it was but it was interesting
0: okay well next up we uh oh i'm sorry you
2: you did have something to say okay one capcom needs to give us dark stalkers i want my dark stalkers to uh i want to just piggyback from my house real quick you know the the interesting thing there there was a lot of complaints about how monster hunter heavy capcom's uh event was but we have to remember once again you know as uh, al has given us some trivia several times what's the highest selling capcom game of all time monster Hunter world yeah yeah ever so you know I, I mean, think we it, can forgive him a little bit. It beat Street Fighter. Yes, like, it That's Street weird Fighter. to think yes. about. That's weird and sad. Um, but also, <laughs> but but main thing, Darkstalkers. I need Darkstalkers, so make okay. that happen.
0: Okay, gotcha.
2: I've been complaining about this for a long time. You, you
0: have. For this, years. This, literally years. This is a thing for you. Literal years, yes. Yeah. Anyways, moving on from that. Um, Al, would you like to talk about Bandai Namco? Sure. Because, because I know... I know that if any one of the three of us is, is considered to be the most excited for Elden Ring, I know it's got to be you. Like, I'm excited for Elden Ring. I'm assuming you're at least a little excited for Elden Ring. But I know that Al will, like, live and breathe that game when it comes out, you know?
1: Oh, dude, I am, I am so hype. I mean, I was, <laughs> I was definitely um, outing Thomas. Um, about the games reveal going in to this whole long event because technically i don't think Elden ring trailer was even shown at e3 technically it was shown at like the summer games event that led into e3 i think is that right
0: i believe so
1: yeah i was um, just
0: kind of including it just because i mean it's
1: oh hard, yeah sure you know i mean it was the headline of like e V3 until Nintendo had their conference. I mean, it was, it was the biggest thing of the week that happened. Um, I mean, that game looks great. Um, it just does. Um, especially for someone like me who, again, I did not believe we were going to get a trailer of Elden Ring. Um, I thought if anything we'd get about Elden Ring this week, it was going to be an announcement that it, had been postponed, um, if anything. But <laughs> not only did we get a trailer, we got a release date for January mm-hmm. of this coming year. Mm-hmm. And we got some footage within the trailer that, I could be wrong about this, but there was some footage that was obviously very, like, <coughs> scene, um type stuff. But some of it did Looked like it was some gameplay kind of spliced into it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then I th- think they released some additional um, gameplay footage afterwards too. So um, so that was huge. I mean, that game looks great. Um, I've seen a couple people online kind of complain because it just looks like a Dark Souls game. Um, to which I say, hell yeah, it does. Like like what's what's so wrong with that? Except this time you have a horse. I mean, I don't know what people want. These gamers these days are spoiled. Um <laughs> but um uh, yeah. It looks great. The enemy design in Iyazaki games are always so good. We saw some weird enemy design in this trailer which I can't wait to jump into and have my ass handed to me by a few times before I figure them out as you will, um,
0: as we all will,
1: really. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then scrapping around the world to see if there's any kind of lore bits, um, okay. about the various enemy types. I mean, I mean, yeah, man, I'm hype. It's been, um, it's been a hot men s- s- since we've had, um, some firm software stuff since With
0: Sekiro was know, the last one, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, um, which I mean, I say, I mean again, like like these days are spoiled, myself included because I act like that was forever ago when that was the game of the year in twenty nineteen um, so but um yeah i'm I'm very hype. I'm very hyped to see hopefully some more um, come out about it before um January. But honestly, if that's all we get uh, before the release date, um, that was a uh, um, that was very hype. That was probably the most hype I've been um, throughout the E3 this year. So okay. very exciting. House of just came out too. So oh yeah, <laughs> <be cool>. but <laughs> I'm sure that'll be great. But that's all. It's all about Elden
0: Ring for you. Yeah. Josh, any thoughts on Elden Ring or anything? Or this... I mean, yeah, I just uh, the.
2: The main thing I enjoyed with the discussion on the ring was uh, 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 Ma- Miyazaki coming out and saying, uh, you know, that, uh, and I, the other director that's on it, the one that's not on Miyazaki, but uh, they were saying, they both made made statements to the effect of, uh, since we have George R. R. Martin, the storyline will not be as abstract. And uh, so, as you put it, uh, no moon slugs. Nope, no moon slugs. Around Damn. Time. Yeah, Damn, uh, you know. I mean, yeah. I was perfect. Moonslugs are fine by me. I think, you know, <laughs> but uh, still, I, I would like a a rich backstory of the moonslugs. Moon. Oh, okay. Like, I I'm, think that'd be good.
0: I'm assuming Al. I'm assuming there is a rich backstory to them. If you're if you're looking for the lore, correct? <laughs> Absolutely, there is. <laughs> <laughs> well, ne- next podcast we'll we'll just be all about the moonslug. <laughs>
1: It's all about the moon slug, baby. And you know what you say? Since George is writing this one, we won't get it. Um, any of like the moon slug type stuff. I mean, I mean, the Winds of Winter aren't out yet. He could, he could pull a fast one on us and just the first eighty pages of Winds of Winter when it comes out is just all about slugs. All about all so. slugs. All. Never know.
2: Never know. He introduces an entire like empire of slugs and we discuss them <laughs> for the first like two hundred pages, you know before we even get to any of the characters.
0: I could absolutely see him doing that I actually. can, too.
2: Oh goodness. Alright guys.
0: The main event. The the myth, the legends, uh ah, the Metroids, the Nintendo conference. Obviously I am very, very excited. Um, Jenny and I basically lost our minds when it came to the Nintendo conference. Um, Jenny unfortunately could not be with us on this podcast, but she will be on the next one. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, which which stay tuned because that one's gonna be a whole lot of fun for our summer of video games. By the way, um,
1: would you say the next podcast will possibly be the very best, like no one ever was? Some might. Some could
0: say that. Some mm-hmm. some could. Some could say that. You know. Some could say that the uh the next podcast would uh would just blast off again. You mm. know. Just yeah. Yeah.
1: It's right anyways. That's right everybody. We're talking about just cause.
0: <laughs> Gosh, what are your thoughts on Nintendo? Just talk. Just
2: I'm done. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean Nintendo uh I mean Nintendo does games and that's what they do the best. And so they showed a bunch of games and they were all fantastic. Um we had probably the most fun during the whole E three uh conference was uh me, you and Jenny just watching the Mario Party game or Mario Party. Oh dear. You, you hate Mario Party. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to talk anymore. The Mario <laughs> Golf uh Super Rush uh, uh, gameplay that we were able to watch just seems like so much fun more than just you know a standard golf game uh just you know just adding all types of creativity the 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 idea like i just assumed it was a golf game it was basically gonna be like wii sports golf with the mario characters uh they've got an entire like storyline in this thing where you have to go around and defeat uh it looks like you've got to go right and outsmart wario and waluigi Uh, on different golf courses, which which just seems amazing to me. (laughs) Um, But it just looks really fun, really, you know, that all the characters have different stats. Uh, You know, they've they've already got several characters on there. Uh, That game just looks like a lot of fun. Obviously, a new Metroid is, you know, something that people are going to lose their minds about. Uh, It looks really smooth, really flashy. Uh, I love the new Metroid suit. Um, They looks really cool. So I'm I'm intrigued to see what's going on there. Uh, You know, Advance Wars uh, was an interesting uh, choice. Uh, Not one that I I can't say I'm surprised to see that uh, coming out and getting a kind of a facelift. Um, But uh, you're going to get Advance Wars 1 and 2, which are both classic games uh, that, as far as I know, have not been released on anything since the Game Boy Advance, right? Nope, yeah. So uh I mean these are, you know, it's a big one. Those are those are big classic games. Uh so you know, I mean just and you know, there was like this like little indie indie game uh, that, mm. that like they showed some stuff for mm. uh it looked like a open world type game. Mm. Uh but uh you know, I'll let you and I'll I'll let you talk about that Jake.
0: So uh, so I can talk about Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania.
2: I was like, going to let Al talk about Super Monkey Ball. Oh, okay.
0: MMA, gotcha. Okay. I'm to gotcha. talk about the indie open world game. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. See, that's what I thought you were talking about. No, yeah, it was. Super oh, okay. Ball? Yeah. Okay. Excuse me. Um, I guess I'll figure out something else to talk oh, about. Oh, well,
2: Super Monkey Ball was indie. <laughs> it was an indie open world game. Like, just monkey balls, just take this out to the real world and. <laughs> and
0: right oh, goodness. Al, your thoughts on the Nintendo conference, my
1: friend. Yeah. I mean, i mean they showed up and they did what they always do they showed games that (laughs) they show the games that people love and wanted to see and they showed some other stuff that that people probably didn't have on their e3 list but they were probably delighted by it all the same um um i mean a game that um, actually he isn't getting talked about from this conference as much as I thought it would, and it's probably because of the reveal of that indie game Josh uh, was hinting at um, is uh, smt5. Um, smt 5 is gonna be great. Um, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a fantastic game in a in a very good um, series of games so far. even if you going on. I beg your pardon? <laughs>
0: that's a great... That's a great... Okay. I said with some demon fusion going on.
1: Oh, yes. Absolutely.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> absolutely.
0: That's what I want to go up and say to the someone right now. Some demon fusion going on. Just like in the middle of like a grocery
1: store or something. <laughs> that's, I mean, that'll be... <laughs> That'll be the classiest way a person's ever been kicked out of Walmart, that's for sure. (laughs) Um, But, um, yeah, man. I mean, um, um, I personally am very hyped for the Metroid Dread um, game that's coming out. Uh, It's coming out in October, which is an excellent release window, because that game looks um, very spoopy. So it'll be um, a good release around the general Halloween uh, spoopy time, for sure. Um, um, and then, I mean, you guys joke, but um, I actually have a very wholesome, quick story to tell from my college days about Hokey ball. Um, when me and my roommates, who I will not name um, on this podcast... But when me and my roommates um, were bored or stressed or whatever, um, we would get um, pretty smashed and play um, super monkey ball on the gamecube <laughs> and and play all of the advanced rounds. So like we had gone through the campaign. Uh, we had gotten all the extra challenge rounds so we'd play on like the high advanced rounds and see how well we could do um, and it was always a blast so for so for the sake of nostalgia you might just s- see me chilling on my switch one day with a uh, with some <laughs> with some banana mania going on on my switch mm-hmm. with a nice with a nice um with a nice handle of... Of KG at my side for, for nostalgia's sake.
0: I, I'm I'm gonna have to stop you on the last part and get you something better, but uh, I won't but, yeah. take any of it. I'll just have it. Oh,
1: oh, oh okay, gotcha. It's, it's it's for
0: it's okay, it. Gotcha. Never mind, that's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I can spare the three dollars.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, for the record, I have nothing against Super Monkey Ball. I I I love. That yeah, game's I, a
1: blast. That game is an objective blast.
0: I haven't played it in years. I think the last one I played on was, I think it was Super Monkey Ball 2. on the Super Monkey Ball. Super Monkey Ball 2 on, <laughs> um, on GameCube. Um, but I no, but I, <laughs> it was weird, wasn't
2: it? The way I said it, Super Monkey Ball. Super, Super Monkey Ball. Ball. <laughs> Ball. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just sitting. Here. I was, I'm sorry. I was just. I should have just laughed immediately and got out of the way instead of trying to sit here for 15 seconds and let that one go. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: But yes, I, I thoroughly enjoy Super Monkey Ball. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I will most likely be playing some Banana Mania myself. Um, the the only reason I was upset about Super Monkey Super Monkey <clears throat> Super Monkey Ball. Today, uh, the only reason I was upset about it was they said a franchise returns, and then they showed me bananas. And Mm. I have wanted a new Donkey Kong Country on the Switch for a long, long time. And I was hoping that's what we were getting. We did not, which is unfortunate, but that is okay. It's not a good franchise um, that is returning. And Donkey Kong Country will probably... Be out there sooner or later, so you know, we'll get we'll get one eventually. Um, so yeah, um, Al Josh, any other thoughts on Nintendo before um, I, I, I explode?
2: Yeah, go on, um, explode, Al. <laughs>
1: um, I don't believe so. I will say, as you talked about Hockey Kong Country, um, anybody who hasn't played uh, the Tropical Freeze. Game, um, um, that's on Switch, and that is a great game. Um, it's fantastic, yeah. Yeah. You should play it. And who knows if enough people buy that game, it might just give Nintendo a little bit of a nudge into a new hogging home game. You never know, Hmm. Hmm. yeah, maybe, maybe.
0: Okay, um, I'm actually going to contain myself, I'm not going to talk about that one game just yet. First up, um do you have for Smash, man? I mean I I think one of I think my favorite trailer of the entire conference was him just randomly throwing Nintendo characters off of a cliff like Tekken 2. <laughs> um I just I loved every second of that. And then when he throws a to throw Kirby off, Kirby just flies away. And I think that I think that's great. And I think he looks awesome. And and I also liked that they they showed him, they showed his moves. But even they were like, we're not going to linger on him. We're going to move along. We will have another video for like going in-depth about his character and how to play him later. Um, so I'm really excited for him. Um, I'm also excited. Hihashi looks to be his Echo care, his echo Fighter, so I'm excited for that. Um, and then also a new stage is always great. smack Ultimate, if you guys ha- are not playing it or haven't played it, you absolutely need to. It's one of... It's one of my favorite games of all time, and it's it's absolutely fantastic. If I'm to even Al enjoys it. And Al struggles with with Smash Brothers a lot um, because we will play with items on, and then random things will happen, and he will be very upset that no one warned him about the random things that would possibly happen. Um, so so yeah. And if you've listened to past podcasts, you will have heard about the infamous um, we'll call it the Snorlax incident. Um, You know, which, which now I don't even want to explain. I just want you have to to go back through each podcast and try to find where there was what sounds like a Snorlax detective case, um, basically. Which honestly, I kind of wish it was more so. That would be a fantastic Detective Pikachu uh, sequel, um, the Snorlax incident. But anyways, uh, thoughts on Kazuya entering Smash? Or, 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 Kazuya, or how, how are you supposed to say, I know I'm butchering the name, I apologize.
2: I mean, Kazuya, Kazayu, uh, I've, I've heard everything. is probably the best way. Um, yeah, I, I think he's a good addition. Uh, looks like it'll be fun. Uh, another brawler. Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting because you've already got Terry, uh, taking up kind of, a little bit of that role. Uh, although it looks uh, like Kazuya will be pretty strictly, you know, face-to-face. They don't look like he's going to have any projectiles. It'll be interesting to see how he uh how he plays in the game. Uh I'm still holding out hope for uh, Master Chief, I'm not gonna lie. I'm the I'm you know, I'm the only guy holding out hope for that. I think to finish
0: out the Microsoft
2: uh Yeah. Uh, I mean yeah, yeah, I I just kinda wanna, you know, like I said, I think that'll be that's the one character uh that I can think of that's like, you know him and Crash, him and Crash Bandicoot are like the characters I can think of that are like so iconic that they need to be in there. Uh, but Kazuya is a good example too and he can you can use him as a example of early PlayStation Day cuz he was just as everywhere as Crash was in mm. 95 and
1: 96 yeah. so that's true that's real absolutely
0: um let's see what else did we not talk about that much um Rocky, you don't want to talk about mario party superstars no, no? You, you don't want to talk about no mm-hmm. you don't like thumper, <laughs> I don't like thumper. No.
2: no it is like getting thumped by thumper it's, it's a lot like that it's a lot like having a cricket you know put his uh foot on your head and then just crushing you that's exactly what mario party is like no, i don't want to play it they're playing all the little like uh, mini games. Apparently, this one's the the gist of this one is that they're getting the best of mini games. Mm. You're getting the hundred most liked mini games, which I don't know what that's like <laughs> because I haven't liked any of the mini games, <laughs> you know, So like, I don't know what the hundred most liked would be. So I hate that I, game. It's the worst game ever.
0: So I I, I want to stream, but I also want to I want to stream it with you, but I also want to have like a separate camera that is just you. <laughs> And I want to, like, record that and then, like, do it, like, sped up so it's just slowly just you get it angrier. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I don't know. I just, I, th- I, think that'd be a, I think that'd be a fun one.
2: I, I just, I just, uh, my last experience with Mario Party was me, Jake, and my brother were over at a friend's house. Whoa. And, Who's uh, your other brother? <laughs> me, Jake, and Jenny were over at a friend's ah. house. And uh, uh, we were, uh, and that's, that's Mario Party it's throwing me off, you know? Yeah. That's what it does. And this little kid had brought his switch and he was playing Mario Party and wanted us to play with him and I was frightened. You know, scared to death because <laughs> of what you might exactly because nothing brings out the worst in me like Mario Party. <laughs> I guess it's the it's the it's the most heinous game. It really is. Oh
1: goodness. Oh man.
0: Alright. <clears throat> I've waited long enough. <clears throat> Guys. We're getting Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild two next year, and we have seen we've seen two trailers. I will say neither of which has a whole lot of gameplay in it, so that is an issue uh, with the E3 one. However, I'm actually okay with it for this one because to the two trailers that they're showing, it appears that they are going for a more cinematic standpoint with this one which is something i've wanted in a lick Zelda game for a long time was to go heavy into the cinematics actually um i'm really excited for this one i really like what they're showing with i don't know if it's going to be skyloft i don't know if that's technically what they're going for or if they're going for the um the oh goodness i can't remember the name of it but the the floating city in twilight princess i don't know if they're going that route but I know there's going to be a place that's up in the skies that you're going to be falling from, just like in Skyward Sword, from the look of it. Um, so I'm very excited for that, a new area to explore. I think it's going to be really cool. Um, also, I didn't notice this in the first trailer. And Jenny did and apparently just never talked about it. He was just like, oh, yeah, no, I, how did you not notice it? Which is, which is fun. Um, but it's but it's also it's in the second trailer as well the noises that are happening during the music are the same noises that happen when link goes into the twilight realm in twilight princess Ooh. so yeah so like and the thing is like then i started looking up stuff about about breath of the wild and how from the look of it this version of hyrule is a com- is on a completely different time like it's a completely different universe, basically. Like the time, the the history and everything is entirely different, um, and separate from Skyward Sword, Ocarina, Twilight Princess, Wind Waker, all the others. Um, it appears to be, I guess, what would be considered the 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 fourth path. If you're if you're familiar with the Hyrule Historia and how they do the timelines for Legend of Zelda, um, because everything they talk about with Calamity Ganon and with the 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 rise of the machines from a hundred to a thousand years prior is all like its own thing. Like there's no there's there's no other history of that in the other Zelda games. So I'm really intrigued to see how they're going to bring that in into this next one. Um, if they're going to go more more so in depth into the history of this version of Hyrule, and more importantly, with that small Easter egg if that's if maybe they're just reusing the music, but it seems like almost too intentional to not for it to not be something involving the twilight realm. Um, and I, I'd be perfectly fine if they brought back Midna. I'd be perfectly fine if it was like Midna is the one character that can cross over through the realms. I think that'd be a really cool aspect actually. Like if she meets this link and she's like, you're not the same as you once were or something like that. And yeah, that just—I think that'd be awesome. And then you turn into a wolf. And then you turn into a wolf. You, you know? Turn into a wolf. Yeah, just pure. Why not? Let's let's do it again. I'm I'm ready. I'll go back. Um, yeah, I'm I'm so excited. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for this game. Um, it it almost makes me feel bad for the fact that we did also get the first trailer for the Hyrule Warriors DLC, which looks really cool. Um, where you can play as one of the ancient machines apparently that's one of the new characters and you also are getting the bike from the breath of the wild dlc which also looks really cool um and like like zelda's riding on it like into battle and it looks really cool because she she does like like weird little like jump and then it like flies off into the distance and you're like yeah zelda you know like that that all looks great um And the Zelda Game & Watch, the little handheld, looks really cool. Um, You are getting – it's the only way to get a modern version of uh, the Game Boy version of Link's Awakening. So unless you had a Game Boy and you had the cartridge, it is going to be the easiest way for us to get the original version of Link's Awakening if you wanted to play the original versus the the remake that came out two years ago. Yeah, time is weird. So yeah, I'm really excited for that. Plus, you get an exclusive of the Game and Watch game, Vermin starring Link instead of Mr. Game and Watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think instead of I don't know what it originally is that's coming up out of the out of the ground, but in this in this case, it's Octorox. Um So yeah, so there's a lot of fun to be had on those. Um, you know, just you know, yeah. Uh, and, and then of course you'll also get Legend of Zelda and uh, Zelda Two. Uh, the Adventure of Link. Um, but of course, like those... As, as excited as I am to have those on there, of course, that's part of the... If you have the Nintendo Switch online, you can get those games for free right now. So that wasn't... I wasn't as as excited about those as I was about the other two. Um, so, yeah. and But I do kind of feel bad for both that and the Hyrule Warriors DLC because right after that was Breath of the Wild 2 and just everything just kind of fell to the wayside after that. Um, so, Yeah. I'm in twenty twenty two. We're getting we got the, the release year. Um not just a coming soon. We know it's next year. Um I was actually looking just looking at this list. It's actually the only game that they said was for next year. Uh, everything else they talked about was is twenty twenty one, which I think is pretty cool. Um and Nintendo they typically do that. I think I think honestly from a scheduling standpoint, they wouldn't have talked about Breath of the Wild unless except for the fact that we probably would have rioted. Um You know, if we didn't see anything from the game. Um, So, yeah. Also, Zelda needs to be playable. I I don't care what anyone says. Um, Zelda needs to be playable. It doesn't have to be co-op. We can go back and forth. I'm fine. You know, Zelda just needs to be playable. Um, Link doesn't have, like, skill trees or anything for you to worry about. Just randomly just playing as Zelda. Let's do it. I'm down. So, uh, yeah. And... uh, Yeah, I basically exploded, and Mm. I can't wait for that game, and uh, I want to go play more Legend of Zelda um, now. And Skyward Sword comes out uh, July 16th, which I'm really excited for that too, because the controls look really fine-tuned, and I'm excited, so yeah. All right, Um, does anyone else have anything else to say about Legend of Zelda that uh, I did not um, just vomit out uh, in that rant?
1: No. No? Al, um no i think (laughs) i think you covered it um this (laughs) is i will say uh, this is an un this is an unfortunate episode to not have jenny on because i would love to hear her also gush about um death of the wild too so it's fortunate we don't have her on here but um yeah yeah it's hype um, I hope they remove <laughs> the weapon degradation from the sequel.
0: I hope they don't just to annoy you.
1: Yeah,
0: I, I hope I hope they leave it in. I really do because I, I love that you hate that so much. It's it's one of my favorite things. It's I love it almost as much as I love the fact that Josh um did not know how to cook in the game, so he just kept popping the chilies to stay to stay warm while he was ascending the mountains instead of actually making a dish um
1: Go eat them because
0: cheese. yeah because then i just have a headcanon of like link like about to just freeze to death just straight just just tossing peppers in just as fast as he can <laughs> just to try and survive
1: you know i don't think anyone has ever tried that before so it could work
0: <laughs> it could that's true no one's no one's i mean until we see it until we have confirmation no one will really know <laughs> oh goodness Oh man! All right, guys. Uh, top picks of E3. Josh, what was the one game like? Just this best of E3 that you're just like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be the best thing. To- okay. I gotta go
2: with the one that we learned the most about. Uh, Back for Blood. Back for Blood. Yeah. Back for Blood was the the game that uh, I, you know I was craving no more about it. Uh, it comes from uh, it's a spiritual successor to Left for Dead and Left for Dead Two, which two of my favorite games of all time, um, probably two probably the two games that got me into online multiplayer uh, multiplayer games um and so i've been you know everybody's been looking for left 4 dead 3 forever Uh, of course valve is a company that doesn't care about new games anymore if they can't uh pimp it out on steam so uh all those people left and formed their own company and they're doing this thing called back for blood and it just looks really good Just looks amazing uh the main thing they released new is the uh, player versus player stuff uh which is where a lot of i think the replay value of the games go a lie. Uh, obviously there's going to be storyline uh you know uh a storyline and like uh you know cap i'm assuming it'll be very much like left 4 dead which had different chapters that you played through mm-hmm. um but a player versus player uh, where you play as the zombies and the different uh uh evil types of uh uh, zombies that you have that can all do different things and got to work together to try and take down the survivors. That's always a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, that, that's the game I'm looking forward to the most. Uh, it comes out in October. There is a beta, I think in July. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the, uh, the beta and actually playing and see what, what the game's all about.
0: Absolutely. Al thoughts on, uh, your, your best at E3, sir.
1: Um, yeah, man, I mean, there were um, a bunch of games that, as I said, it look interesting. Um, I'm gonna keep up with a bunch of them for sure, but, um, I mean, I have to go Elden Ring. Elden Ring, as somebody who, who didn't even think we'd get anything about Elden Ring, um, going into this past week, um, the fact that we got um, a s- 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 cinematic trailer as well as some gameplay footage um, as well as a very close release date. I am um, I mean, I'm very ready to jump back into to a game from a studio that the more I think about it, I think they're probably my favorite studio from... A development standpoint with From Software. Uh, they just um, specialize in a lot of the things that I absolutely love. I'm about video games in the gaming industry. Uh, I'm right now. So, so yeah, I'm going to have to go with Elden Ring. Looks great.
0: Solid pick. Absolutely. I can't wait to play either of those games, honestly. Um, naturally, my. Top pick is Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. It just it list is um yeah, Breath of the Wild 2. It's it's going to be fantastic. I I don't really have anything more to say about it except for, besides that just because I've already talked about so much about it. Um yeah, just can't can't wait for it. So, yeah. All right. <clears throat> well, my friends, thank you all so much for joining us uh to discuss E3 2021 um coming back for more video games this year um i'm very excited for the future of gaming and the different things that are coming out um of course we didn't see anything from playstation exclusives or anything like that so we'll probably get a state of play soon if i would assume eventually to talk about more about horizon and god of war ragnarok and different things like that so We've got a lot more coming, um, but speaking of a lot more things coming, of course, the Phantom Correspondents have more things coming for you as well. We are summer video games podcast. will be cons- we'll be continuing over the next month and a half, I'd say, um, and then we have other things planned for the podcast after that. Don't forget to check out our fantastic YouTube page. The 20- thousand eight metric part two is up. Um, is a series that I've been working on, and we I will be finishing soon. Um, and then of course we also have some fantastic videos and articles planned by uh, Red Lantern and Y Sage over here and uh, Raven as well. Um she and like I said she'll be back on in the next podcast. Um and yeah, and if you like what we're doing, if you like reading the articles, seeing the videos, listening to the podcast, <clears throat> watching the streams, um we always appreciate any support we can get. Please go to our Patreon it's says Phantom Correspondence on Patreon. Um even a dollar will get you a pretty good amount of different things and exclusives, um, including the first Patreon exclusive series, um, comic roundup with me with me and Josh. Um, the first episode will be public for everyone, so that way everyone can kind of see what it's going to be like. And then, if you like it, all you got to do is subscribe for a dollar a month, um, or the five dollar a month if you want to do if you want to do that. Uh, we appreciate anything and everything, um, and it definitely it helps us out with. Buying all the games we love, buying the comics we love, and having different equipment to run all these fantastic uh, platforms for you all. So, uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. And once again, as we always want to remind you, fandom is for everyone. Uh, You guys have a wonderful evening. Stay safe, and we'll see you all next time.
1: And as I like to remind everyone, Cowabunga.